with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Dr. Schlich, and today we dive into the deep and unknown exciting ocean of our creative minds together with Dr. Grimoire. Hello. Hello. So we are. Here we are again. Yeah, already in, in our... our Third episode, more or fourth, or actually, uh, uh, we had already two sessions and two episodes. Four, we had already four. So this is already now the fifth. Yeah. New episode with with Dirk here on Ireland. He used he used to be already here in, in a show two years ago. Yeah, but now I'm I'm here physical here. Yeah, in the wonderful West Cork area. Today's to yeah, we come in, in in the next episode to that. Um. Yeah. I mean, it is great. So I thought I thought it would be nice uh, um, if I have you here, so that, that we're gonna do a couple of podcasts together, single single episode. Yeah, which is nicer than than just via Zoom for sure. It's, it's, Makes completely different. Uh, much more fun. Yeah. So we're still physical uh, beings. Yeah. We need some uh, some. It, to be close is different. Yeah, absolutely. We have to admit. And it was great as well to, to philosophize all these days about God and the world and everything in life in such a breathtaking nature. Yeah, it's, uh, to tell the listeners we're talking like 12 hours a day, like this, yeah, yeah. just without headphones and microphones, but we're talking all the time about the future yeah. of uh, artificial intelligence, yeah. the future of man. Ah. The future of the climate, the future of the planet, and then and of uh, uh, same time about our past in Cologne. <laughs> <laughs> and then ten o'clock in the evening, we're just falling down, and uh, I mean, yeah, I'm I just go to bed and, and sleep up during the morning. You're having a few posts before you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got okay, okay, great. So today we speak about fear politics in art and music, and we will discuss the the primary roots of fear politics and, and how they manifest in, in both visual art and music. How do artists and musicians respond to the socio-political climate, especially in the face of technological advancements and the blurring lines between humanity and technology? So yeah, this fear politics in art and music that keeps us driven today. Would you mind to give us a short definition of what fear politics is? If we speak about fear politics, uh, we speak already about tribalism, so we are right, you are wrong. Fear politics is as well totalitarian politics, fear-driven politics. If you don't do this, then this and that will happen. 
dictature. I mean, even in a democracy, you, you have fear politics. If you define it as that, one could ask if we would have politics without fear. And it would be necessary if men would have no fears. You have it already in school that if somebody is doing something wrong, a teacher tries to put the pressure on the whole class in order that they give the, the guilty one absolutely to bring the fear into the classroom. Yesterday, I, I read on a, a Facebook post about a friend of mine, Pete Wolfson, his name, yeah, where he, he got this story about experiment with monkeys where there was one banana up there on a higher level and every time a monkey is jumping up to uh -huh. get the banana pain impulse electric imp electric impulses are put on all of them so after some time they realize every time one of them is jumping yeah pain is coming uh -huh. so they will oppress everybody who is jumping And after some time, you can put the banana away and any jump will be oppressed. And if you would ask, could ask the monkeys why, yeah. why you do that, they wouldn't know. Uh. They would just suppress any jump. You know what I mean? So that the, the, the original impulse to get the banana is no longer there and the original impulse of pain is no longer there. Yeah. But still, they, still they would try to avoid sure. the jumping. Sure. And that's what happens to society. Yeah. Too. Yeah. The yeah. pain, the oppression. Yeah. It's a very good example, isn't yeah. it? It's, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take COVID and take the war. I mean, in situations like this, parties, they love it to use it as, as, as an instrument you know, yes. in order to push the own agenda. You know? No matter which direction, I don't want to go too much in, into that. Into details and into parties. So, so just, just, just in general, this fear politics turns up. Everywhere. It's exactly. happening all the time. And I think manipulation is not avoidable or, let's see, so you can, if you dig into it, you find it everywhere. I think uh, without judging about, when we talk about the, the war, without judging any of the parties of the side, the phenomena is that any side will get angry and annoyed by the other side immediately. Absolutely. And so you're asking, we're living in the same country. Oh, we're living in, in Western Europe in a relatively freedom. But why must we, yeah. why must we punish? Yeah. I mean, this is somebody who, is, who has a different opinion. This is unfortunately, this is, this is, this is man, man manifested in, in, in our collective consciousness in tribalism you know, already. You know, monkey, monkey. Uh, uh, we are all take hunters and gatherers or, or, or group with, with 100 people where even the other tribes bringing in fear politics or, or the tribe in general depend as well on, on how wise are the guys who are leading a tribe you know, so some some there are so oh, and what happens to the guys who try to stay sober you know who try to stay serious and clean thinking to not manipulate but to talk as intelligent beings from one to another yeah and what happens to them yeah they are punished cut they are cancelled go to the roman empire with nero and 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 all that shit you know so uh, as i told you i read to this Pompeii, uh yeah no novel right now yeah by eugen Ruge, German. You, you read it. You, you read it now. So, so the, the roots of fear politics they probably already manifested in nature. Yeah. In, in general, isn't it? I mean, the fear of of a, of a, of a volcano. If you come to play, yeah, you know. And there's uh, what is what is real. Yeah, there is a real fear. Yeah, uh, uh, the real fear of a volcano exploding. Yeah, which is undeniable. Yeah, and. What are politicians doing with it to, to manifest their power? That's what this, this novel is about. And it's, as you say, I think Rome, the Roman Empire is a very good example of that all of these techniques of suppression. Oh, I mean, if we go back to the Egypt's 
So, so would you study a lot of, in, in it as well? So, so, so how they how they deal with fear? I mean, how many thousands of people were forced to work because of the fear of the gods? There, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a little bit unsure. Yeah, I don't know if we know really know that. That is what archaeologists are telling us. Yeah, that the pyramids are built out of fear. Yeah, I don't think so. No, to be honest, well, because Egypt was not an imperium in the, in that sense, you know. Mm. They never tried to expand. They they were happy with what they have around the Nile. They had a consciousness that their land is sacred and that the Nile is a, a, a gift by the gods, but. They did not expand in that sense, you know, that they oppressed the Mediterranean. Okay, they fought against the Hittites. I don't know what that's what are they called. I'm not so familiar with, with the history of that. Like you can't you can't compare e Egypt with uh, uh, the Romans or probably not. The Roman Empire really is very well yeah. documented. Yeah. Because we have lots of writings. We have this Cicero, Plinius, you know, all, yeah. these, all these writers and yeah. philosophers. Yeah. So this is quite well documented. Yeah. And the hieroglyphs are still not really the... The hieroglyphs, of course, but these are holy, holy texts. This is not the thoughts of, of single of single uh, writers or something no. like that. Mm -hmm. So what we know about Caesar and, and what they thought is better documented. And of course, Rome was the first empire to conquer conquer the world. They had the impression that they owned the, they conquered Egypt, they conquered the north, Britannia, they conquered France, Germany. Mm -hmm. And in the east, they, yeah. they went far to what is now Iran, where they were up to Iran. Up yeah, to quite far, wasn't it? So then, yeah. th this was the known world at the time. Yeah. And uh, the, mecha the, the mechanics of power were the same at the time. And we, like, like for example, uh, they had this um, rule that they don't uh, start wars. They need to f defend themselves. They had never the impression that they went out to make the others to slaves, you know? But, but we probably, we, we had in both situations, the Roman Empire and the ancient Egypts, not really so many artists and musicians who respond to this socio-political climate. That's true. So, so uh, maybe what I see different, to just to, to finish that, yeah. what I see different is that in, in, in Egypt, The ancient wisdom was still alive in a sense that art, religion, and science was all in one. It was not divided, and that's what makes it different to Rome. Mm. You know, in Rome it was divided. Somebody who is a conqueror has nothing to, apart from Nero, he was a singer. He was yeah, yeah, as a bad singer. But uh, this was not in Egypt. In Egypt, it all fell into one, like the pharaoh. He was at the same time. He was art. He was he was art in general. He was art, and he, of course, gave. Uh, he was a living god. Actually. He was a living god. Mm -hmm. Right. This is a, a, quite a difference. So that's that's that is actually quite so. So, so actually, he 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 was in general just just. Uh, But to say an art manifest, yeah. But to say now uh, the pyramids were done by slaves yeah. who were oppressed and had a hard life. Yeah. This is a modern view on that society, no. I think. No. I, 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 I can't prove, of course, no. as can't the others. No. The others can't no. prove too. It's just what they think because they are brought up in an empire, in the no. British or French no. empire or the German. No. So this, is, I think, is a very modern view. Uh, one should be able to think maybe they really loved the pharaoh, you know? They were really conscious that they need this holy person to be complete. Mm. To be sane, probably. I mean, I mean, like like we already 
discuss often the, the brain was completely different developed as nowadays right. so they, they had to deal with with completely different issues isn't it I, I personally believe. and it was it was still not the time of the knowledge of, of three dimensionality for instance I think as well you know of that but the pyramid is as it is it is multi-dimensional sure. but regarding the mathematics uh, the theory came the theory came later that mean I mean this is the narrative of of modern society that that's the narrative what we have Agoras he maybe he just refound maybe refound what in Alexandria or in in Memphis maybe was already known maybe. I, I don't I, I can't imagine that somebody can plan something like a perfect pyramid, which they are mm. the three the three mm. great pyramids. Mm. They are perfect. Yeah, that's that's uh, without this. Yeah. There's no discussion. Yeah. That, yeah. the, that the great pyramid is within two millimeters. Is it perfect? You can measure it. Yeah. Yeah. You can. You can't do it better nowadays. Mm -hmm. You can't do it better with computers. Yeah. So I can't imagine that somebody can plan that. 50 years before uh, in advance mm -hmm. without having the knowledge of three-dimensional geometrics. Uh, I can't imagine, uh, to be sure, to be honest. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so we're back in in in, in, in uh, a lot, a lot of presences. So how do artists and musicians respond to the social, political climate, so especially in the face of technological advancements and the blurring lines between humanity and tech? So that is, if you compare that to times like the Empire, Roman Empire, all that, you know, it's quite interesting because protest songs like Bob Dylan, for instance, which 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 is a huge response, uh, one of the, one of the biggest response socio-political responses i would say in to fear politics to fear politics yeah sure you know so in at least in the 20th century so if you go back 19th century 80th century i mean it was even at copernicus time it was a danger to say the world is is wrong you know so, so it's, just, it's just 400 years ago yeah. that galileo was uh, imprisoned huh it's mad. Yeah, it's mad. So, so in terms of that, we must say, as a society, we really took somehow advantage of the free speak somehow in art and music. And in that sense, I, I, I got the impression. Don't know what you think. The impression that we are living in a time where this is developing backwards. A little bit, no? So that that is becoming dangerous again. Yeah. To have an opinion. Yeah. Or to talk about truth. Yeah to talk about uh, manipulation and uh, suddenly we can imagine how it must have been to live 100 years ago in the 2030s of the 20th century yeah. where, where you really have to think about what yeah. can I say? What, yeah. what can I say? It's, it's crazy. I, I mean, I mean that, 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 that society goes backwards in terms of... In some terms. After all, after the uh, post-modernity, get, getting back somehow that, that satire isn't possible anymore and all that. Yes, I, I read an article uh, that was called Goodbye, Postmodern. Yeah. I liked you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, in the postmodern time, it was possible to have different opinions and points of view without being divided. You could have a different point of view than me, and we're still friends. Yeah. We go we go out as friends. Yeah. And this is ending. Now it's either or, neither nor. Yeah. I've I've got somehow a little bit to sense that somehow as well the reason why AI is now taking over somehow or at least comes in it comes into the, as a game player because AI is just algorithms and if they say something it's just AI and and, and not a human being so we can blame the AI you know? <laughs> for for the programmers probably yeah but not but not for the AI for for its for its statements no you're right. You're right. So, so could be a help. You mean you think? I don't know. I don't know if, if it's really a help. I mean, it, it is somehow it, it takes us humans' responsibility away, isn't it? 
So, yeah, you're right. So we can behave like Neanderthals and blame it to blame it to the AI, <laughs> you know. So, but it could be a help uh, in 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 sense of um, what is logical, what is sane. Uh, yeah, maybe I don't. It's and a fault. <laughs> it's very. It's very. I think it's very interesting how how we how are we gonna deal with issues like this, or especially as well, how are we gonna deal when 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 AI becomes more and more accepted in in in, in a in an artificial relationship mm-hmm. that we that our brain starts to accept it if our brains collectively or not just collectively but this will happen more and more they'll start to accept this as a kind of relationship and as a kind of thinking and consciousness we start as well again to revalue our own point of view like we already did it as we realized okay there is a 3d world or as we started to learn the reading in books and the book printing and 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 so it is quite far 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 interesting how how art and music will change that term as well, you know. This is this you gave you gave me that book of the, the Gutenberg Galaxies, yeah. Uh, and that so refers to McLuhan's thesis. Yeah. That it's an error to think that the media and the, the content are divided. There is no division. There is no content that lives without the media. It's the transport without the transport. Yeah. Yeah. So in that sense you are right that AI and computer technologies will produce new content in some way. So maybe that what we call truth or reality. I don't know. Will change. It 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 will change. That's for maybe, sure. Maybe this maybe this uh, this going back to to uh, this a lot of anger that is around now. Yeah, is a kind of reaction to that. That man is in fear. Yeah, that a higher. Yeah, a higher intelligence yeah. is taking over, and there will be no discussion, no struggle. Yeah, because yeah. The, the, when when AI says it, it must be true. Yeah. In that sense. Man is struggling with it and saying, "No, I I have the right to say it's wrong. I have the right to say you are wrong. The, the fear is there, that's for sure. So there's this this yeah. ape ape behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's coming back. It's exactly, absolutely. You know, so so the fear and 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 the the disappointment that they all of a sudden slowly understand and acknowledge we are not the highest intelligence in, uh, in the galaxy. Spaces and in this whole. Yeah, you know, it's in the universe, we're just a piece of ridiculous shit, you know. So, <laughs> so I didn't want to, I didn't want to bother the monkeys and the apes. <laughs> no, they, no, they are they are perfect in their way. Yeah, poor poor monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, monkeys. Sorry, apes. Apes. <laughs> we're just humans. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, yeah, it's, it's bad. We well, we already have more oh, thirty minutes. I hope this episode is over. Yeah, it was short, and we could probably speak about far more longer. But we uh, still have a song from Dirk, and we might maybe tell a little bit about that as well. So I thought, yeah, I think it perfectly fits to this idea of fear politics. Yeah, that I myself uh, I already a few episodes ago I mentioned absolutely Dubby Nocturne yeah it, where where you became a stipend no I had a stipend last year yeah first time in my life which is great congratulations I, I got yeah. money in advance for composing by nice. by the government yeah lovely which was due to covid of course yeah. but I I was very thankful yeah. gra- uh, grateful for that and um I was very aware that my reaction and the idea of 
going, creating a kind of cave. Yeah. Cave for modern man. Yeah. Like when I saw these old pictures of let's go, cool. yeah. I saw these um, this arts, these these pictures and and these handprints, yeah. And I thought maybe man needs kind of sheltered room to produce a very personal art, yeah, to bring out his metaphysic identity. Yeah. And so I thought modern human is living in in, in his cave in his little apartment, uh. in his little flat, mm -hmm. where he has the chance to create his own web. Mm -hmm. his own surrounding mm -hmm. and what you need essentially is music mm -hmm. because music is giving you the vibration mm -hmm. the space the mm -hmm. background mm -hmm. that lets you feel safe secure mm -hmm. and giving you the calm uh -huh. to rest let your mind rest mm -hmm. and in that sense I did uh, two recordings this is from the second one now okay you can all listen to them on Dirk Schlömer Bandcamp alright yeah I didn't mention all that you know and you can also if you want to have it I'm very very grateful I appreciate that all the people who download it for a little fee yeah you can find it you can find it on on Bandcamp and Dubby Nocturne is the yeah. name and this is Dubby Nocturne 5 Byzantine Byzantine yeah and and uh, we, we we forgot completely to say so you can find Dirk uh, 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 on Instagram at Dirk Schlömer Original no? at, at Dirk Schlömer Original Where he posts everything and our things and are on Facebook. On Facebook as well, Dr. Schlimmer. And, and I, I've got a, not, of, co of course, I got a homepage. Homepage. In German and in English. In just Dr. Schlimmer. Dr. Schlimmer.com.com. Or you can go to Instagram to at that Schlisch or at Attitude or at I Love Westcourt Artists. Um, and you will you will post all the links. You will find there everything as well. So so the so latest news about my art or the podcast who's who's just running. Or you can you even see you will find images where we're just hanging out in the nature in in the water in the Atlantic. Yeah yeah, where where every one of our friends and that's so cute. I think I'm so I was so appreciated that they, these comments they are so cute. So where, Uh, greetings from here. Yeah, because they they realize, you know, they see, oh, they see, oh, Doug, you're looking so happy and 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 so so energetic and and so, yeah. And it's true. And it's true. It's a. I can assure you, it has been a fantastic week. Yeah, and and I feel the same. So so uh, yes, come to the pages, look at our, or just come to the I Love West Cork Artist Group on Facebook. You join there as a member, and and you can, you can. We have the hi to Pastora. That's that's our biggest. Our biggest listener, who who always has a, has a very lovely comment. Great to have your community, and thank you for listening, and thank you for being part of our journey. I would say so. We're gonna go then now to Dummy Nocturne Five, Byzantine. Take care and have a lovely, lovely week. And we see us next week, Sunday morning, 10 o'clock a.m. Early confession. Bye.
You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.